Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Hello, and welcome back to another episode with me, your host, Lauren Ciesco. It's so great to be here with you, my friends. If you have a love-hate relationship with social media or maybe your problem is that you don't know what to say, or you post sporadically, or maybe even take long periods away from social media, but you really want to be that person that loves it, that it looks easy and fun to, and you know how to use it in a way to grow your business and find clients, this podcast is for you. So quick updates. I am getting ready. I'm packing up my place here in Sayulita and heading to San Diego for the month of August to go spend time with my friends and my family and just get out of the bubble for a little bit. Um, Most of you guys know I live in Sayulita, Mexico. It's a little beach town. It has about a population of about maybe three or 4,000 people where I pretty much get to walk everywhere. I recently have borrowed a motorcycle from a friend, so now I get to scoot around. So going back to the United States, to San Diego, is always a huge culture shock for me because I'm not used to driving a car, going on highways, even going to the grocery store and being able to have so many selections. Here in Sayulita, we have little tiendas, which are like little neighborhood stores, where when I want to go grocery shopping, I have to usually go to at least three or four tiendas to get all the things I need because all of them are small and all of them have different things. So I'm looking forward to getting back to the United States, but for sure, I'm going to miss living here. So other little updates is as far as this podcast, I am still in the works for rebranding it. It's been a while, (laughs) but in the next few months, you guys will see a new podcast brand coming up. I'm really excited about that. And I'm going to be going to doing seasons. So there'll be periods of time when I'm recording episodes, and then there'll be periods of times when I'm not, and then we'll be doing them in seasons and I'm playing around with having themes for season. So that's all to come, which I'm really excited. But the update that I am most excited and that is relevant to all of you is I am putting back on my queen hat and the queen of masterclasses is coming back. I have not done a masterclass in over a year. You guys, I look back and I'm like, wow, it's been a really long time since I've done a masterclass. And so it is finally time. Um, This has been brewing for months. And so finally it's happening on August 8th. And the title of the podcast of the masterclass is the win-win sales paradigm. Now I originally wanted to call this masterclass how to sell coaching in an era where coaching, where people think coaching is a scam. But that title, not only was it very long, but I didn't want to really focus on the negative parts about it. But the truth is, is that the industry, the personal growth industry has drastically changed. And not only that, people are sick of 
old row selling and scripts and marketing and sales that feels icky. And so I want to teach you guys how to sell in a way that feels good. And in fact, I guarantee you, after you walk away from this masterclass, you're never going to feel icky selling again. I'm going to teach you this one technique that I teach all my clients that leads to confidence and having being in alignment with what you're selling and who you're selling to and creating a safe space for people to buy. We're also going to talk about how do you overcome objections? Do you even overcome objections and how to sell in an ethical way where people are in a place to buy from this win-win paradigm? So I cannot wait. It's going to be in a week and a half. You can sign up for the masterclass to attend live in the link below in the show notes. And if you can't attend live, there will be a replay. Okay. So let's get into this. So this podcast was actually inspired by one of my clients and she left me a voice message the other day and said, I've grown really tired with spending a lot of time on social media and failing. I would love to be doing social media if it was working. <laughs> She's like, my thoughts are telling me that this is not working and it's a waste of my time. And she said that, you know, when we originally got on our consult call, she had told me that she was avoiding social media altogether, just stopped showing up. But when she thinks about me and she sees that I had been highly successful at using social media to not only reach my ideal clients, but then also teaching others, she was willing to look at things differently. So she left me this voice message and was like, I know I said on my consult call that I don't want to do some social media. And I had all these negative thoughts, but I'm really willing to look at it differently. And I left her a response, but I knew that I wanted to say this to you guys. So this podcast is really a result of my heart going out to, to anybody who has this love-hate relationship. Okay. And here's what I want to say. So I'm going to just share you a, a little bit about my story with social media, because we all have our own experiences of how we look at the world. And when I first started my business back in 2018, social media was actually a very different environment there as well. But I remember I really wasn't a huge fan of it. And mostly because I really hated writing back then reels wasn't a real thing. It was more about writing and more about pictures. And I remember like one day that it literally took me eight hours to write one post. Cause I was like, so in my own head. And I remember like getting in my car and driving to the beach and trying to figure it out. And I just remember so much, how much time and effort that it really took me in the beginning of my business to create content. And over these last five years, I've shown up pretty consistently, but to be honest, there were times where I was really, really into it and being super consistent and it was working and I was signing clients and my audience was growing. And then there's also been times where I felt really burnt out. And even at the end of 2022, I was in this place where I felt so burnt out from my business and social media that what actually felt right for me was to take a break. And that taking the break was exactly what I needed to get so much clarity and to really understand the power of social media and how, how much it actually has led to my success. Now, here is the cool thing and also the truth. In that period of time, so 
from the beginning of 2022, I posted a little bit and then there was a good three months that I took time off and like intentionally was like, nope, I'm just not going to create. And I was actually just experimenting because I wanted to see at that point, because I still was in this place of like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to use social media. I want to figure out how to not use social media in my business. So I was experimenting in that time, clients still came in. And in fact, just as many clients came in than the prior few months that I was doing social media. And what I realized and why those clients came in was because that was a residual effect from all of the times that I had showed up on social media. I had been showing up for five years and I had planted seeds so much that I already had a following and I already had people that knew what I was doing and I already created so much value and people knew who I was, knew what I did. So even though I wasn't showing up and making offers, people still knew who I was. And so the work and all of the seeds and the work that I had done from the five years prior allowed me to take three months off of social media and still be able to run my business. So for a minute, I was like, yay, this is working. I don't need to use social media. And I almost like wanted to do a masterclass of how to have a business without social media. But then I realized that the reason why it was working was because of the past. And because I had stopped doing social media after a few months of just clients showing up, then it slowed down. And I was like, oh, wait, I took my foot off the gas and there's always a residual. So what we're creating right now, and this is just kind of law of attraction and how the world works, is that the energy and what we're doing right now is planting for what we are doing in the future. So it's we can't look at where we're at right now and at our results because it's always from what we're doing in the past. If you want to create something new, we have to be willing to do something new. When I got really honest with myself around my success around social media, part of it was the fact that I got real, eventually got really good at creating content, that I was super consistent. And through that consistency, it, it really, people felt connected. But the other thing that I did that really allowed me to create clients and make money with a very small social media following was that I used my influence. I used what I was doing on, on social media to then invite people into conversations or into masterclasses or into intimate containers where that they can really get to know me. So I didn't a hundred percent just rely on social media to sign clients. I used them to get in front of me. And then I really used that to then create relationships off of social media as well and create friendships that were like really, really genuine. So for me, it was a really a little bit of a hybrid that I did, but I see that the social media part of it, the consistency, that platform gave me the audience and then turn them into people that really felt connected to me because I showed up so authentically and I wasn't trying to be something or I wasn't trying to have an agenda why I was using it. So here's what I also want to say is that, and I'm going to age myself here. And I, I am what we call like a zennial, right? So this is the, it's like a generation before Gen X and I mean, after Gen X and before millennials. So I grew up with an analog childhood. I didn't have a cell phone or didn't have social media. I didn't have like Facebook until I was like in my mid twenties. Right. So 
in fact, when I went to college and I studied sales and marketing and business, social media wasn't even a term at all, right? So I was in sales and marketing for at least, let's say about seven years before in my career, before social media became a thing. So I really got to understand and know how to sign clients and understand sales and understand relationships and how to translate that to um, closing clients and selling without social media. So when I finally did start using social media and started leveraging it, it was then through the lens of really just understanding the basics of sales and this principles, the sales principles of sales and connection so that I was then able to use that with how I was showing up online. So social media is one of the most powerful tools that you can use in your business. And I really believe that it is in your best interest if you have a desire to want to get good at social media and to use social media to leverage it in a way that feels good to you so that you can reach more clients. And my side note here is that you don't have to use social media to have a successful business. There are so many different ways to sign clients. And one of the things I'm the biggest advocate is, is doing things that feel good to you. So this is really, and this advice and everything that I'm saying is for the person that's like, I really want to become the person that's good at social media. Right now, I might struggle. I might have a love-hate relationship. I might not know what I'm doing, but I want to learn how to become this person. And that from this lens, then you can really make a a change in your relationship and use it to sign clients. So in the old ways of marketing, right, before social media, in order to get in front of the amount of people that social media now gives you the reach, companies or people would have to spend thousands, if not millions of dollars on advertising to get on the radio, to get in newspapers, to get on um, commercials, right? And social media is a free, right? Like literally you guys have a free, on your phone, a free reach to so many people. So Social media now gives people a voice, somebody that would not have access or the funds to have a voice or to get in front of people. We now have that. And on top of that, social media gives you numbers. It gives you reach. When it comes down to it in this, of sales, and this is always what I was taught and what I did when I was in my sales careers, is sales is a numbers game, right? And I don't mean to say this to sound impersonal, but it's about connecting. It's about getting in front of people. And the more people that you can get in front of, the more chance you have of making a true connection with somebody. So social media just widens your reach so much. The other thing with social media now is that you can run your whole business off of social media where you actually don't need a website. And in my personal opinion, I think that if you were to put effort into social media, or into a website, I would say social media over a website because a website is stagnant and it's just, you go and people don't change it a lot. Whereas in social media, it's keeping up. It's helping people see real time where you're at and what you're doing. So it allows people to feel more connected to you. And on top of that, social media, a huge part of it is social proof. And nowadays, before people buy, because there are so many coaches and there are so many offers and people in the personal development, 
often when they go to the website before they buy, they're also checking out the social media to see who this person is and what they look like and how they're showing up and getting testimonials. So to me, social media is actually even more important than a website now and can, can serve 100% as a website because it has the ability to put links. So all you need is a landing page, you need social media, and then you can sell through there. So it's it really is so it makes it so much more simple. The other thing with social media is that it's creating this like, trust, and know, which is what is needed to sell. Once again, going back to the old ways of marketing and sales, when people had to pay millions of dollars or hire account managers or create brands in order for people to buy, to create this like, trust, and know, as individuals, as humans, it's so much easier to connect with people one-on-one, -on -one, right? That's why these big brands are hiring celebrities to be the face of their brand so that people can create this instant like trust and know and give it this authority where as humans, when we're just able to be ourselves and we're just being, our brand is ourselves, our, our services are an extension of ourselves. It makes it actually easier for somebody to like trust and know us even faster when we know how to leverage that, which is what we can easily do through social media. So one of the things that I really like to think about it is social media is like a form of reality TV. As you guys know, in the last like what 20 years, social, I mean, reality TV has completely changed the way that people watch TV. And in fact, some reality TV shows are way even more popular than scripted um, TV shows. And the reason why is because people love that real, that raw, the authenticity, right? And so when you can look at your social media as your own little reality TV show and really show up and be your full self on that. It makes it even more fun. And I almost laugh now because when I was in, when I was like 18 years old, which was back in 2000, 2000, this is when like the real world was really big. And like MTV just started doing road rules and real worlds. Like at that time, I would be obsessed with those shows and like want to be on that show so badly. And in fact, I tried out for that show, like actually auditioned for the real world wanting to be it and like thought that that would be like the coolest thing for somebody to follow me around. But now I get to create my own show. And instead of leaving it to producers to edit and potentially get the villain edit, which often happens in these reality shows, we get to edit them our own way and be the hero of our show and be the hero for other people and lead people. So there is so, so much potential with using social media. So here is the truth about using social media. Here's what I really, what I want you to hear. And this is what, for the client that left me that voice message, what I said to her was, the truth is you have to be willing to fail at it for a while. Right. So if the reason why you're not doing it is because you're failing or it feels like you're failing, your whole mindset around it is not set up for success. Because often if you're doing it because you're looking for the clients or looking for the results, and when you first show up and no one's responding, it's going to feel like you're failing a lot. And so you have to be willing to show up and share and create and talk to your people, talk to your audience before they're even there, which can look like for months and sometimes even years 
showing up without the engagement that you think you should be having and still be willing to do it and feel as good and feel as if you're already talking to the people that are there. Now, I want to make another little side note here where there are so many programs out there that are like, buy this course, work with this coach and blow up your Instagram or blow this up or like really, really fast. Here's the truth. That might work for some people, a very small group of people. But the truth is, and I thought about this a lot before getting on here and talking about this, is that when I look at a lot of the mentors out there, a lot of people out there, before they made it big on social media, they were there was a period of time where they were showing up and it wasn't working. Every single person says that every single person that made it big said there was a period of time. And sometimes that was up to five years or even more before their social media or before they got really good at what they were doing to then make it blow up. Right. So if you're going into using social media as a quick fix as, Hey, I am starting my business. I have an offer. Let's get on social media so I can start making clients. That is most likely not going to happen. I don't want to say it's not, but it takes time to build an audience. It takes time to show up and do it consistently for it to then really work the way that your brain wants it to work. Right. So you have to be willing to Keep on showing up and trying over and over and over again, even when it feels like you're failing. Social media is a long-term strategy. If you are looking to sign clients right now within the next week or two, there are different strategies you can use. And in fact, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, maybe that should be my next podcast is how to sign clients now, right? That's a whole different strategy. Now, if you already have a following, if you've been doing it for a while, if your messaging is dialed in, if you have an engaged uh, if you have an engaged audience, there are then certain strategies that you can then apply to really make your audience hot and ready to buy. But really the strategy is the best is that when you're just showing up and consistently giving, consistently giving, consistently giving, then you don't have to worry about selling. Eventually they're going to be like, how can I work with you? Help! I want to work with you. And people are going to start asking how to work with you. And that's when you know you're really doing it right is that when you're showing up and you're getting that engagement. So part of this is it's not just about like the long-term mind strategy isn't just about them. You have to be also looking at it for why are you doing this for yourself? You have to be sold on yourself and you have to be willing to be a beginner and you have to be willing to look at creating content and how to create content that then resonates with your clients in a way that then they want to work with you. And I'll tell you what, this is a skill. It took me years to really figure out how to write very potent, not only just, and there's different types of content, right? So there's some that are just like putting out there to content, I mean, to connect so that people feel you. And then there's some content that you're creating that have a call to action or to sell. And over the last five years, I've gotten really good at both of them. Really in the last year, not nailing and coming up with a really um, good, 
I want to say like formula to actually create content that converts. But the reason why it's able to convert is because I had a predetermined audience and that audience that I was just showing up and giving. And for the first couple of years, I didn't really know how to ask. So all I did was just show up and give. And so there was a lot of a baseline for people to have already known what I was doing by the time I showed up and really started getting good at making offers. So it's not going to work, right? This is other things you have to know is that it's not going to work for you if you're only doing it to sign clients, right? When you're in this energy, it's in this energy of a means to an end energy and people can feel that. You have to be willing to do this for the long run and know why you're doing it and actually create value for people. And I'll go into that for a, in a minute, a little bit more. And the last thing that I really want you to understand and know is that you have to be willing to adapt to the trends. It's just part of it. Social media, it's always changing the algorithms, the what's working, what's working to grow. And so when you choose to do social media, a piece of that is being willing to adapt to the trends and change as you needed to. With all of that said, here's what I want to leave you with. Here is how to love it. Here's how the process of becoming the person that not only loves social media, but you're good at it and you have fun with it and your clients enjoy it. And it leads to your clients wanting to work with you. So the first thing is once again, you're in this energy of knowing that you're doing it first for you, then for your people and then for the ripple effect of the world, right? It's not just for you. You have all your reasons of why you want to do it. And you're really committed to becoming the person who wants to do it. When you can get really clear on the purpose of why you're even having this account, right? So being very specific, who are you talking to, right? Who are the people? Who, why, why are they looking for you? What are people getting from you, from following you, right? Is there a mission? Are they getting information? Are, the, are you, um, like, what's the value that you get that they're getting ahead of time? Be really, really clear about what they're getting. Don't just show up haphazardly. And part in the beginning is just trying to find your voice and like posting. But the more that you can get intentional about every single time that you're showing up and the intention of each piece and when you're posting, it's like you're very clear. People can feel that. I remember hearing back in the day when Oprah, halfway through her show, in the beginning, I don't know if you guys ever remember, but in the first like 10, 15 years of Oprah, her shows were a lot more like um, back then, who was it? Like uh, Jenny Jones and some of these, uh, what is it? I can't remember the names of the people, like Montel. Jordan show or William show or whatnot, where it was a little bit more about like talking to people or like talking about people and having these really um, like topics that kind of were calling people out and a little bit more about the drama. And Oprah had this moment where she's like, if I'm going to, instead of like trying to keep up with the ratings and chase who has like the biggest, like weirdest title that can catch people's attention, she's like, I'm going to, I want to win the ratings by bringing content or shows that actually matter. And what actually made her being the number one daytime talk show was this 
thing that she did where she started anytime they decided to do a show before anybody presented it to her or beside it before they decided on anything the question was what is the intention what is somebody getting from this and so every single thing that she did became so intentional which then people trusted her and people wanted to show up and instead of having to chase the like headlines and go after the like the problems right and you can think about this marketing where there's people that are trying to get clients by talking about pain points or trying to use like um fear words right to get the ratings and to grow um their following or, or if it was a tv show getting the ratings versus going after content that matters that soul that people are like oh this feels good i want to come here because it feels good and that they're talking to my desires they're talking to what's possible so when you can look at your social media and the way you're showing up so intentional, it's going to change the way you're even showing up. So it feels fun. It feels purposeful, not just doing it to do it to sign clients, which is what, where a lot of people are coming from. The second thing that you really want to do to love it is you need to commit to becoming good at it. Here's the truth. We hate the things that we're bad at and we love the things that we're good at. And anytime we start something new, we're going to be bad at it. And so there has to be a period of time where we're willing to be bad. We're willing to show up and just to do it, to get And the whole purpose of showing up is to build a muscle. And maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's even bad, which I don't think anything you guys are doing is bad, but, but it's the muscle and it's a showing up to show yourself that you can do it. How you become that person is just not by thought work or by feeling it in your body. It's the actions that we're doing that shows ourselves and then helps us create our identity around it. So in order for us to have that identity and like truly feel the love for social media, we have to show up and do it so that we can show ourselves that we are doing it and then over time get good at it. And that is really where it becomes fun and easy. The next thing is to have fun with it. It should be fun. Now, granted, there's going to be some days where it doesn't feel fun and you have to do it just to do it because that, that's part of the showing yourself that you can do it. But when I say have fun is pick the type of content that lights you up. There's so many different ways to create content. There's so many different ways to show up on social media. Maybe if you like videos then focus on videos, maybe go shoot your videos or create content out in a really beautiful place. That's what I do recently to make social media more fun after my break is I started going to the beach and creating content. I started going and writing all my content when I'm at the beach. Here in Sayulita, it's a huge digital nomad um, hub. And so I met other friends that are content creators that are really good at it. So we started getting together and going to these vibey, cool places with amazing view and shooting content together and talking about ideas, right? So how can it be more fun? How can you be around people that are also enjoying it so that you can have fun and collaborate with others? The other thing I want to say about how to make it you yourself enjoy it more is it's not just about the likes and the comments and these transactional things. Each one of those likes, each one of those followers, each one of those comments is a person. It's a heartbeat. They matter. You should be celebrating every single like, every single comment, even when you just have a few people and you have a small engaged audience, be thankful for the people that are there. 
you thinking that there should be more likes and thinking there should be more engagement and wishing that it was bigger is taking you out of the, the gratitude for the people that are already there and the people can feel it. How would you feel if you're in a relationship with somebody that thought that it wasn't enough? So you need to be in this energy of everything is enough. The people that you have is enough. The likes, the following, the all of it is enough of where you are now. The last few things I want to leave you with is just some random thoughts on it. And first off is that social media is optional. You don't have to do it. If you are trying to convince yourself that you need to like it and it's not a true desire, then none of it's going to work. So get honest with yourself. In the beginning, allow it to be messy. It's supposed to be messy. In the beginning, you're just doing it for you. You're just doing it to show yourself that you can do this, to, to find your little Bambi legs. So you find that confidence. It's about you. It's for you. And when you can really look at it as a gift and you're doing it for the right reasons and it can be can fun, allow yourself to test. Allow yourself to see what your audience is engaging with. That's how you figure it out. Most people who got to where they are, it's a lot of trial and error. And that's really how you get the clarity is by saying things that work and saying that things that don't work. So when you get the posts that people aren't engaging in, you'd be like, oh, this is just feedback. Now, as you, when you have a smaller audience, it's just about really connecting with each of those people. But as you're growing, that's when the clarity and the messaging and the focus and the targeting, then we can really add to your growth on it. And the last little thing I want you guys to also really understand about social media is that audience, growing your audience with social media is different than selling to your, your to the audience, right? So understand that they're actually different parts of the business. And when you can understand how to use it to grow and then use it to sell, that is really when it's going to work for you. So that is what I have to say for you today. Okay. So really social media is one of those things where it could be a double-edged sword when you're, when you're looking at it and you're using it in a way that trying to get something from it, it's not going to work for you. But when you're really able to look at it as a relationship and look at it in a loving way and be willing to get better, better at it and be willing to try and be willing to learn, it can be one of the most valuable tools in your business. And going back and all of my journey where I am now, the one thing that I pretty much regret the most was not being more consistent. I think there was definitely a belief system because I've seen other people where they would kind of show up and go like kind of be inconsistent with their business and social media. And I thought I could do that. And you can, but really when it comes down to it is those that are consistent all the time and that are showing up all the time that are their audiences are growing and that their businesses are growing because of the consistency. And there's a thing called compound effect, right? So it's like small little effort applied over time. And that compound effect grows and grows and grows and grows. And I see that now when you're able to really stay in it and not unplug from it and be very consistent, that's when it has the most return on your effort. So I hope this is helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it. I love getting this into new people's hands. 
If you are not following me on Instagram, go over there and follow me. Now I'm at, at Lauren Ciesco. Share, share this, tag me. If you're interested in learning how to work with me, I will go ahead and put the link below. I currently actually am just about booked up. I have potentially one spot coming open in a couple of weeks. So if you're interested in working with a coach one-on-one, -on -one, and this is more consulting that I'm doing right now. So going into your business and really doing hands-on work to increase your sales in a way that's very unique to you. That's the work I'm doing now. And the information on how to work with me is below. And that's it for now. I will see you all on the next episode. And I cannot wait to see your beautiful faces in my masterclass that is coming on August 8th, the win-win sales paradigm. This is going to shift the way that people are selling in the industry. And I can't wait. Okay. Talk to you soon.